podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to week 40 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. It's a content pod. We've got our post-team of the season content. It's Shapeshifters. We'll be talking about that. And we have with us, as we so often do, Air Japes. Hello, welcome back. Hello, Ben. I'm uh, in the process of, uh, well, never mind. I was going to say shapeshifting myself into a leisurely sunny summer, but that is really, really cheesy. And now we'll be in the pod. So glad to be back and chatting again. Yeah, although you say a nice leisurely summer, but you have, in fact, properly launched the project you've been working on for a long time, which people may be interested to know about. So maybe not so relaxed. Yeah, not not breezy at all. <laughs> uh, I guess for those interested, we've launched a rewards card for gamers. So if you are a US-based, specifically like Steam or Xbox gamer at the moment is where the biggest benefit is. You can check out Tiv. The website is tiv.co. kind of comes from the idea that time is valuable is where the name comes from. I think it's... Oh, uh, I didn't even uh, know that. So I, don't I don't know. I guess like a universal truth for all gamers that someone, you know, whether it's a mom, dad, brother, sister, someone's told you that you're wasting your time playing video games. Mm. And what we've done is kind of flip the script on that. So you earn more rewards points uh, when you spend time playing video games. So it impacts your purchases cross category. So whether you're spending at gas or grocery, the amount of points that you earn for that transaction goes up as you spend more time playing games that you love. So we think it's pretty cool, um, kind of a first of its kind, and it is now officially in the App Store uh, in the US. Yeah, it's a good pitch. Thanks for filling us in. We'll bring it back to a real shapeshift, Ben, as you introduce yourself, because you're now a married man. Indeed I am, yes, uh, over the weekend. Although actually the ceremony was a while before, but yeah, the party was on Saturday. It was good fun, suited and booted. Looking sharp. Yeah, although it wasn't actually a suit, you know, oh, more yeah, of a right. shirt, trousers, jacket combo that was maybe anticipating slightly warmer weather than it actually was because it was really hot on Friday. Um, but actually it did rain quite a bit on Saturday, which was what it was, which was a bit of a shame. But that was actually the party. The ceremony itself, the weather was quite good. Maybe I'll post a pic. I was wearing the same outfit so uh, people can see it in, in nice weather, see what they think. And uh, But yeah, we did soldier on regardless. And we should do now because we have guests to introduce, including a regular around these parts, commentator Richard Buckley. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for the invite once again on the pod. I can't say I did too much this weekend, but uh, it seems as though everyone else has been doing, doing well. <laughs> so uh, congratulations to the pair of you. Thank you. Um, but no, good to have you on too. And excited to introduce a debutant to the podcast. He's created a very popular review concept called Spend or Swerve. He's known as Kim Pembro. Um, but on this podcast, I've been told we'll be on first name terms and can call him uh, Jason. So welcome to the podcast, Jason. Well, thank you for having me on. And yeah, as, uh, as Rich said, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, congratulations on your own success with your content. It's gone down really well. And Chitran says here, how did you come up with the name Spend or Swerve? There's no real kind of crazy story. I mean, I was originally started to decide to do player reviews. And, um, you know, I was kind of looking at a way to put a final verdict on it. And I know 
people nowadays, especially Twitter, because my content was designed specifically for Twitter. So people just really want to look at the content. And if they don't really have time, they just want to look at like a final yes or no. So I kind of I had lots of different ideas in my head, like thumbs up, thumbs down, or you know something that was really like that if someone could just focus on that, but if they didn't actually want to see the content, but I wanted to kind of go for something catchy. I think I went through lots of different things. I think I had like hot or not at one point and stuff. You know something that just kind mm. of stuck, and I actually come you know come onto something like spend or swerve, and it, it seems to catch mm, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of my other content, I've tried to kind of stick to. I don't know what it's called when you use the same letter of each of, you know, each of the words, you know, spend alliteration. Yeah. Well, there we go. And I've tried to kind of do that. I mean, obviously Japes will know the path to power, you know, I think it's, it's catchy in a way that, that pe- it, you know, people kind of remember it. And then um, I'm now known as uh, the spend or swerve guy, which I'm happy with. It means, it means it worked. So I was going to say, let me ask, like, I mean, you make an interesting point and one that I feel like there's been a, um, call it like a trend in the FIFA world where people play like a game with a player and they're like, this is my review. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> um, so how many matches would you say you play like on average before you uh, give folks a verdict? So it's actually one of the reasons why I started to do player reviews because I would look for a player review and it would generally be, oh, I've used this guy for two or three games. Here's my review. Now, there's no problem in doing that, but my um, I wanted something a bit more thorough. So for me, like... 10 is the minimum. I look for like 15, really. And um, depending on when I do the review, can be up to 20. I kind of just um, enjoy, you know, really kind of understanding the player before I kind of give my opinion on it. I think that was really what I noticed. That was like the gap in the market, which made me actually do player reviews, was actually trying to like fully use the player before giving my verdict. Mm. And uh, I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with people who kind of do the shorter reviews. And, you know, they're, they're very keen to get, you know, the players released at six, they've read their videos out at eight because I think algorithm wise, that's going to push their video first and that sort of stuff. And I understand that's, you know, that's part of content creation, but mm. people usually with my reviews uh, will know that I'm a bit later down like the timeline of the release um, just because it just takes me a bit longer really just to kind of, you know, understand the player. So for instance, I'll be putting out player reviews Wednesday, Thursday for two players that were released on the Friday. It's not as quick as other people, but I think I would rather be more thorough and a bit later down the line. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, some people are going to want to see a pretty instant bit of feedback on the player, aren't they? And they maybe want to complete the SBC that evening so you can see why. In some cases, those more instant reviews are going to be what people want to see. But for others who are being a bit more patient offer more depth a lot of the people on youtube who do instant player reviews understandably very good at the game actually focus more on say dribbling and mechanics that a lot of people don't necessarily use and i can imagine uh, that your reviews are going to be better for people getting an understanding of how the player is going to play for them for example so it's good to see this as an alternative to that if people would like it um so yeah i guess check out kim pembro on twitter if you'd like to see those graphics i know you have them on a few different uh, social media platforms as well and of course you'll be talking about a few players here on this podcast before we talk about them though i thought it'd be interesting to discuss this question sent in here by carl eric what are your thoughts on shapeshifters and other promos where they dramatically change players attributes let's say like st juice who has a right wing version that has you know almost winger stats um is it fun and exciting or is it just making a mockery of the real life aspect and throwing the little realism that was left out of the window 
Um, yeah, Richard, let's come to you first on this. Like, how do you feel about these sorts of things? Because I think it is a bit jarring compared to team of the season. Is it something you don't mind? How do you feel about it? I honestly could not care if they do <laughs> changes. I think the more position changes, the better. Give us interesting items. Give us new players. Give us people that sort of, not fan servicey as such, but like what we want to see, what we don't want to see, what we didn't think we wanted to see and, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. I've got no issue with it. We're in June. Realistically, probably for me, another four or five weeks, I would say, of, of of playing hard and then sort of August rolls around, a little bit of time off and then September we go again. So like, I'm, I'm more than happy to, for new creative players to be coming in. I don't know about for me personally, but I think for the community, these promos feel, um, I'll just say like less good when you're watching your favorite players like week in and week out during the season mm. and like St. Just is a center back and you watch him play over the weekend and all of a sudden you're like wow we got a new card I'm super excited to use him as a right wing in FIFA and I think there's like a little discrepancy that said the cards where they change like you know Grealish from a left wing to an attacking mid I think those are we need more of those um, in FIFA to give you know attacking variants and squad building um but i i it's content related but they changed weekend league timing again and i played five games of weekend league for the first time in like a month mm, i was gonna ask so. you about that actually because i know you played a lot of games outside of the actual weekend across team of the season yeah i played a ton over team of the season and the timing worked well for me it was super fun i felt like i didn't there was no pressure i could complete as many games as i wanted and keep playing and now it's like I'm absolutely not going to squeeze those games in over the weekend the way you're trying to get me to. Wait, so if it ended on Tuesday morning rather than what it was before, which is Wednesday morning, so adding kind of 24 hours, would that help? I mean, it would be it would be better. I just don't see the like harm in having it extended. You know, you're sitting in the call it like a um, foot optimization session at EA, right? And you've got all of the um, we'll call it the the EA gods, right? Because they're gods of this ecosystem in a sense, sitting around the table and they're saying, we're going to, for team of the season, we're going to make it super engaging. We're going to extend weekend league. But after team of the season to optimize towards like whatever KPI, like I, I don't know what the KPI is, but after yeah, what, team what of the KPI season, for those who are- KPI means key performance indicator. So whatever goal it is that they're trying to achieve. Mm. So we're going to optimize towards this thing. And in order to optimize towards this thing, we're going to reduce Weekend League back to what it once was before. We don't have those details. Maybe they have information that we don't have. Maybe the thought is we have to keep Weekend League in a hyper-condensed format because the player base trickles off over the summer and it is going to be harder for them to find matches if it's not condensed into a smaller window. Yeah, that is a good point. But then I guess if you make it shorter and less people are playing and people just play less games, then you're not doing that, are you, I guess? Because people aren't playing their games, so they're not searching and you're not going to find it any easier to match up with someone. Unless, I guess, they want to make it a little bit more uh, competitive when less people are playing because potentially, I guess, matchmaking goes slightly out the window if you don't have many people playing as we've seen with the fact that the player base is split across so many different consoles so maybe they want to mitigate that again outside a team of the season when maybe less people are playing but yeah it is hard to say what would you say 
um, yourself, Jason, about this, and and we can move on to shapeshifters in a second. Yeah, I mean, I'm not quite sure why they um they give everybody the opportunity to kind of you know spread their games out. Uh, I couldn't quite understand it. Maybe they've obviously got some rationale as to why they decided to do it, but from like a, a mm. more casual player base perspective, five five a day felt really comfortable. But you know now you're you're more of a ten a day Saturday Sunday if you can't really play Friday evening. And that, mm. that's that's quite a lot of time really for the for the casual FIFA player. So yeah. I don't really understand why they've done it. Um, I, even if they gave us an extra twenty four hours potentially, you know, just to kind of, you know, what normally happens when they they extend weekend league by twenty four hours, everyone's really excited because they get a chance to kind of spread their games out a bit more. So I'm not sure they've done it. I'd love to see them kind of at least give us the Monday back. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that'd be good. And then in terms of shapeshifters. Is this something that you're kind of happy to see? Like, where does it fit for you? And I guess specifically the kind of realism aspect, is that something you, you care about? Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was mentioned by, by James. I mean, this the sort of kind of moving players quite drastically around early on in the season, you kind of lose some of the, uh, you know, the realism with FIFA. But I mean, I kind of welcome the changes towards, well, once the season's closed and, you know, um, just giving kind of people that the opportunity to play with, you know, I think Davis is up front and that sort of stuff. Mm. It's, it adds a bit of fun element to the game when essentially back in the day after team of the season, that would pretty much be the end of it for a lot of people and everyone would kind of wind down. So you can see FIFA or EA are trying to like, you know, keep the longevity of the game as long as they can. And I, I mean, I kind of welcome all these changes because I think a lot of people still have the mentality that team of the season is the, the last promo. But if you look mm. at previous years, they've actually done, EA have done a really good job of making the content last till near the end, like till the next FIFA comes in. So for me, TOTS is just another promo now. So kind of the stuff that follows is always going to go up. But from kind of like a shape-shifting perspective, I mean, I like it. I mean, I, I, I like seeing, you know, different cards and that sort of stuff. And especially the more the more realistic ones, you know, like moving Son, I'm obviously, I'm a Tottenham fan, uh, moving <laughs> Son to like a central card and that sort of stuff. It's exciting because you're you're quite limited in in a sense of you know position modifiers and formation making. I mean, it adds just a bit of flexibility and fun to the game, which is really what we should be looking for now. Yeah, I agree. I think from that perspective, actually, a lot of these are not quite as ridiculous as we've seen in the past. Like I'm thinking back to what was it, Sergio Ramos striker we saw? Mm. Was there even maybe a, a Van Dyke striker around for birthday time? I would much rather... Ibrahimovic to centre-back. Ibrahimovic to centre-back. <laughs> Lukaku centre-back, I think there was as well. I think those things, I think as Jake's pointed out, feel a lot worse, especially when they're during the cycle when there's football happening. But I think at this point, it makes more sense. And I don't really have too much of a problem because we've kind of moved away from a lot of the campaigns actually reflecting real life. But the only thing that does bug me is changing weak foot, or sorry, changing strong foot, I should say, when players get like Grealish did switch from right footed to left footed. I just find that a little odd. I don't know why. And I also, maybe this is just a kind of personal annoyance. I find it very difficult to change my behavior in game. (laughs) Even if I haven't used the player much, I just think of that player as having their original strong foot. And that's the case for me with the Felipe Anderson, who's had a switch to left-footed. And actually, talking of shapeshifters, Felipe Anderson, it moves us on to pound for pounds powerhouse. For those who don't know, this is the best value player that has been released as an SBC objective player or on the market. And uh, we do a poll, which will be out on Twitter at Foot Weekly Pod. 
So let's get the listener nomination first, who is Felipe Anderson. Maka says, I've got prime icon moments, Grincha and Showdown Rodrigo battling it out for the right wing spot, but he blows both out of the water for 160k. His pace matches Rodrigo, his dribbling matches Garincha, but what sets him apart is the huge boost in defending and physicals, making him so, so versatile. With the marksman, he's minimum 95 rated as a centre mid, cam, right or left mid, and right or left wing. Also now has five-star skills, finesse shot, and a unique body type. Insane. I actually wish he wasn't quite as good or at least more expensive as now I expect everyone to have him. And actually, Japes, I was thinking of you having recently switched to more of a Serie A attack and having Malinkovic Savic. Uh, is he someone you've got picked up and, and given a go? I did not have a chance to play post like yeah. noon on Friday. So I have not had a chance to play against him. I have not had a plan- chance to play with him. I will ultimately uh, do his SPC because mm. you know I have a soft spot for Felipe Anderson's. Like, of course, yeah. I yeah. was one of the few people that did that road to the final card last year and very much enjoyed that. And so I am fairly certain that I am going to um, do this. And he looks great. I mean, super versatile. I also think that he, um, you know, for me, will link nicely with Militao and give me a little bit of optionality there. Uh, if I wanted to get my boy Araujo back into the squad, mm. but other than that, yeah, I, I I think he looks really nice. They made a it's it's a great card, and he's super versatile. If I've been trying a little four three three action again lately, Ben, oh, okay. yeah. as a LCM in the four three three, I think he might be pretty spicy. That was his traditional role for you, wasn't it? Back in that's right twenty one. Um, so nice, yeah, great. And then we can move on to Jason Kimpembro who have you got for us uh, as your pound for pound this week well um, I haven't actually had a chance to use him but he was just released mm-hmm. at the end of an era Chiellini and um, so I done his what's his flashback SBC when he was 85 uh, was it his foot captains that was 92 and they've both been unreal for me so the fact they've released another uh, part of his uh, 96 rated um, I can only imagine how good he is and for the price I mean I, I was kind of expecting it to be two three times that price really and um i think he's coming in at like 120k but that's due to like inflated informs i mean when when if you was to use like the team of the week sbc you you can you can kind of drop that sub 100k and it just seems crazy not to have him so i mean i would go with him for sure yeah yeah no i think that's a, a good one and i was looking at his stats and what it's pretty much maxed out for pay if you put a shadow on him pretty much maxed out for pace defending in fact would you even put a shadow probably not because his defending's already maxed out without a chem style uh and the physical is as well so you're probably going to put catalyst which would almost max out his short passing long passing pace uh, engine ben defending. Engine, oh, the engine oh so you're not maxing his pace then i would go I would, uh, yeah mm. i was i would for sure pick him as pound for pound and i would definitely go engine getting that agility mm. balance boost is meaty mm. do you think you're willing to miss out on three sprint speed for that yep Hundred percent, because I think you can use him in the middle of like a back three if you want. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Like obviously, I think he is like with the undisputed pound for pound this week. So well played, Uh, (laughs) Kempembro. I'm glad I got there first. Um, (laughs) James is fuming. You can tell. Yeah, I would have absolutely been like. I mean, Ben, you know, I love picking center backs anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, But he is a, and I talk about this a lot. There are a few left footed center backs. Alaba being one, and if you do play a three-back, having a left footer on that side like really feels like it helps. Yeah, so he is great. And I would absolutely take the improvements to ball control, agility, and balance over like some 
to sprint speed. Mm. It might be a bit different if it was in a back four versus a back three, perhaps. I'd probably go Catalyst. But um, Richard, who are you going to go for for pound for pound? Yeah, I'll be honest. I think I've sort of been stitched up because yeah, 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 the winner. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you a little one off the off the beaten track, and I'll go with the shapeshifter Everton. Oh, okay, it was yeah, released yeah. Uh, over the weekend. Uh, five star skills, Brazilian striker. Just a just a solid option coming at like forty k on the PlayStation. I can tell you that I I would vote Chiellini. I've used him and <laughs> he is very good. But just to make the poll a bit more interesting, I'll go with Everton and uh, I potentially might see a couple of votes come my way. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's fair enough. Uh, and Japes, have you got any? thing that can even vaguely compete i mean probably not, but um uh yeah you know what i um central five-star skill messy i mean i was legit thinking oh, yeah. yeah no i was actually going to give a shout out to uh my the north american man alfonso davies mm. unique body type left-footed there are, i would say there are a lack of still feels like perhaps a lack of bundesliga strikers that are quite like him with the mm. marksman chemistry style his stats look silly and for me, with a high-low work rate, left-footed as a left striker in the system that I like to play, he is everything you can ask for. I am very much going to try to pick him up, try him out. Has a five-star weak foot as well. Feels very worthwhile. Yeah, it's a nice different option. I do think Atal is probably undervalued almost because he I, I used him his loan um, and he was amazing really really good. If you're playing a midfield three, I think he's perfect. Can also obviously play fullback, so if you need to switch players around, he's really helpful. Um, but yeah, I probably can't really offer anyone that's going to uh, dislodge Chiellini. So uh, we can move swiftly on. There will be a poll though on Twitter at Foot Weekly Pod. Let us move on to kind of the other player content we've seen. Um, we had Lacazette, I'm assuming, you know, a- an instant complete for you, Kim Pember, as a Spurs fan. Yeah, I, I, that's my pro- first priority is always the Arsenal players. <laughs> <laughs> and Noble as well, maybe, you know. So I'm obviously a big card collector anyway. It's kind of like right, yeah, some, yeah. one of the things I enjoy the most. So I actually have completed like, oh, I've have completed like Mark it. Noble I've got, and I've done the Pepe objective. I mean, I, I play the game quite a lot, but I love completing cards. So yeah, I do. I do have him. I mean, is there an argument for Pepe as a, a pound for pound in a way? Because I was kind of considering it. Obviously, an objective technically free. Obviously, got to put in the time. But have you tried him out? And what do you make of him, even if you hadn't? Uh, I haven't actually tried him out. But one thing I will say is, um, over the past, well, since the release of Team of the Season, I think EA have done a fantastic job at giving um, like the community free. Obviously, time is you know, time is money. But I mean, like not like free in 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 a sense. Mm. I think Pepe is another one. I think they they've kind of moved him to a four star, four star, and he's like a a really really solid card, especially for those kind of prem heavy teams. I mean, it's quite difficult to link nation wise, but I think from a you know from a like a, a free card, like unique body type, high, low. I mean, I think he's brilliant. I mean, I haven't had a chance to use him, but he looks like, I mean, I've done the objective and they have, there's none of those kind of like, you know, annoying score 10 crosses in 10 separate games. It, it was actually quite like a quick one. So, I mean, it's definitely worth mm. doing. Yeah, yeah, I played against him and he was pretty good, actually. I was kind of surprised. And it's funny because there is actually, a, I mean, we talked about this, in, I think last week, maybe the week before, quite a nice Ivory Coast team you can build. So anyone's doing yeah, that. Yeah, I actually tweeted one out. I didn't realise. Yeah, I tweeted out like a full, oh, you did? Uh, yeah. a nearly full Ivory Coast team. And they've got like a really, really good team. They're just missing like another centre back and a keeper. I think their only keepers is bronze. So yeah, like, you could yeah. be in trouble there. Who's the left back? Oh yeah, Corne, isn't it? So you've got Corne, yeah. 
And Aurea is a fullback. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a few SBCs and things maybe you had to complete earlier in the cycle. But um, yeah. Right. Anyone else people want to mention in terms of shapeshifters? I actually think that Jack Grealish is going to be very, very good. I don't know. I feel like uh, there's something about the way he runs. He's kind of a unique body type as well. Uh, and I was looking at his stats. He's got extremely high composure. Uh, he came in the mini release, so I think he's a little expensive. Um, but could be, I think, quite outstanding, actually. Um, I used Spinozola. I thought he was all right. He's actually got 85 composure, which is kind of noticeable. Like, I preferred to move him to fullback than to play him in the midfield as a result of that. But uh, I guess another one, I don't know whether Japes, you could maybe slip him into your team considering he's... Yeah, I, I looked at him. Um, I would only play him out wide. I, he just doesn't feel like he yeah. has what I want in a midfielder, at least at this stage of the game. Mm, yeah, exactly. So I, you know, it's... Yeah. It is what it is. Um, what about Carrasco? I mean, I know you're not really running the La Liga forward line anymore, but uh, that SBC. Uh, Carrasco is such a, like, I don't... This is such a bias for me, but he is such a boring card. Like, any Carrasco special item that's released, I always find to be just insanely boring. So, I don't... Why is that? I always find that, too. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, he is has it? that high and average body type, which he's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, six foot one, high and average. Generally, these type of players... Um, they just don't move how like you'd want them to move, even with the really high dribbling. And mm. that's generally why I've never swerve. Gone to... yeah. Yeah, swerve yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's um, and he's also coming in just at over four hundred k. So I mean, I haven't done a review on him, but I can already tell you it's very likely to be a swerve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, and then I did want to mention some juice because, uh, you know, he's really cheap, fifty k, and I think. I'm starting myself in a 3-4-2-1, switching uh, into a four at the back. So potentially could play him as a fullback, although his defensive stats aren't actually as good as you might think. But I think it still worked there. And certainly if you're playing, you know, uh, a three at the back and you want to use him in the wide areas, he's going to be pretty good. So that's nice. Um, Kalulu is actually maybe a little disappointing. Um, AC Milan, French centre-back. I was looking at, I think his uh, reactions are only 85, which I think at this point is is maybe something to kind of avoid, swerve even. And I think there are, I mean, we could probably talk about every player because they all have their own kind of uniqueness. Fun to see a hazard, right? Something we haven't seen for quite a long time being usable. Um, and he's got five-star skills. I think from what people are saying, he was very good. But yeah, I guess we'll probably save maybe one review from you, if you don't mind, uh, for the gameplay podcast this week, Jason. But is there anyone you wanted to mention here before we move on? Well, I really like these type of teams because uh, you get the kind of, you know, the, the Spinozolas, the Atals, that sort of stuff, where you actually can, you have the freedom to kind of move them Know, into different different yeah. positions um so they kind of allow you to be a bit more flexible with informations but i mean um i'm i'm kind of i haven't used him yet but i really want to try out this um human son obviously spurs bias but the fact they've given him five five and they've really um because i've got his team in the season red and there's just something not quite clicking with him i don't know why yeah, um, i really struggled with him as well actually because i got him in a player pick and I honestly didn't really use him much at all after set playing 10 games which felt sad because obviously he feels yeah. a bit heavy yeah yeah, yeah believe yeah, it or yeah. not so i'm hoping that the increase they increased his kind of balance by like two and you know i think he's a jilly by that so like a lot of his dribbling stats have gone up by two so maybe with like an engine we can see you know i can see how he performs but i think i saw tom i think tom stokes was possibly using him i might be might be wrong and 
you know, he seems very good. He seems really good. So I'm actually kind of quite keen to try him, but I'm just waiting for his price just to drop a little. Yeah, yeah. He's expensive. Although for a five-star, five-star player, I feel like it's a relatively fair price, but uh, we'll take a break on that actually. And we'll be back with more chat about content, including the golden ticket in just a second. So you'll have probably heard before that Foot Weekly is made possible by our supporters. And that could be anyone. It could be you, for example. But it's also Shane, who's the founder of Mystic Jerseys. Shane's a long-term supporter of the pod, and he's offering 10% off the premium box for Foot Weekly listeners. What that means is for a special rate of just over £30, plus a little bit more for postage, depending on where you are in the world, you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt, which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club, and you can also specify which particular colour too. If you'd like to take advantage of that, then you can head over to Misty Jerseys, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then jerseys.com, and then use the code FOOTWEEKLY, F-U-T, weekly, to get that 10% off. Thanks to Shane and Misty Jerseys for supporting the podcast, and of course, all the supporters out there keeping the podcast going. You can join them too. Just search Support Foot Weekly. You can get double the podcast content for just £3 a month. Link in the description too. If you do consider it, then a huge thank you, and a huge thank you for listening. But for now, let's get back into the podcast. Right, getting back into part two, I thought we'd start with a bit of a detour, talking about how the end of team of the season went, specifically because there were some pretty juicy packs out there people could complete, or player picks, particularly thinking of the 94-plus team of the season one. How did that treat you, Jason? So um, I kind of like spend a lot of time on the menus and stuff, so I've done like a lot of um, you know player picks and stuff, so, and I actually didn't have great luck, believe it or not. Um, mm. But for the 94, I ended up with Vlahovic, and you know when I was watching everyone get... You know, but who's your best player and, in the pit? Yeah, he was the Ooh. best option. It was Vlahovic, um, Laporte, and I think it was a keeper. I think it was Loris. So, yeah, uh, not I mean, great. Vlahovic is a dub. Yeah, I was waiting for that, the Japes agenda. <laughs> uh, he's not bad, but he's not, He's not. you know, the Vinnies and the ones you see certain people pick. Oh, hmm. the, the meta rap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his name's Kim Pembro, so. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I still um, run gold Kim Pembe in June. <laughs> um, in fact we're waiting for that at some point I'm sure <laughs> Richard who did you get yeah anyone good uh, Messi did you have- <laughs> yeah not from that particular pack but from uh, oh, okay. from some player picks wow Messi Tio Hernandez Marquinhos wow and I feel like there was someone else in there but I can't quite remember but no pretty good to be fair yeah Amir Mbappe was good to you <laughs> <laughs> do you know what Messi didn't even start though alright uh, no. like jeez <laughs> I prefer Salah I'll be honest uh, I think Salah, Salah gives me more off the right so. he's um, a little stronger isn't he yeah like Messi I, I, don't know, I just couldn't couldn't quite get it going with Messi at the moment mm. I think my loyalty is with Salah as well just because I've I've played him longer mm. Japes did you do that pick uh, I did not I've been so I've been saving my all of my like high rated fodder for what I was expecting to see in an end of the era Marcelo uh, and like yeah, I will, yeah. hmm. I would rather guarantee whatever Marcelo card they release with like the you know knowing that they changed weekend league or the changed weekend league was coming. I just was like I don't know how much fodder I'm hmm. going to be able to accumulate coming up here, and so I've been holding off for that card that has yet to be released. So woohoo! It is weird, that isn't it? Because I know they did the captains Marcelo, so I could see them 
you know, somewhat wanting to avoid it. But then on the other hand, he's one of the most iconic players of a sort of generation. So that they ha- there has to be an end of the era. Also, Chiellini got an end of the era. He had a, I don't know, was it foot fantasy or? Foot captains, exactly the same promo, yeah. Yeah, and actually, obviously, Noble did too, right? So and Lacazette, <laughs> sorry, all three of them did. So there's kind of no reason why Marcelo Marcelo's shouldn't. coming. Um, surely, don't know whether anyone else has any other thoughts on that, but I'm pretty sure it will come at some point. Just sort of surprising delay. If anyone qualifies for an end of an era SPC, yeah. surely it's Marcelo, right? Also, where's I mean, the end of the era, Gareth Bale? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, ser- he, I'm serious. Well, actually, yeah. think about what he's won at Madrid and all the like sagas that have gone on with him. Yeah, when you're thinking about eras and end of an eras, I don't think we talked about this much last week. But Cesc Fabregas got robbed. I mean, I know it's a Monaco end of an era. He's not actually retired, but it was not a great card for someone who was amazing. Um, and then. Yeah, especially for like what they've been releasing. Like you look at the shapeshifter promo, yeah, and you're yeah. like, dude, you couldn't have given Fabregas like real stats. Like, come on. And then Noble and Lacazette, obviously, you know, fair enough with Noble. Of course, he's retiring as well, isn't he? Is he retiring? I think he's retiring. Yeah, yes. yeah, he is. Um, but it, it's sorry, just thinking in my head, it, it all depends on how they do it because obviously Fabregas, an amazing player, let's be honest, a much better player than Lacazette. But Lacazette uh, is is leaving Arsenal, whereas. Fabregas, I guess, is leaving Monaco where he hasn't necessarily been at the peak. So, I don't know. It's all a bit different. Um, anyway, uh, point is, it'll be nice if Marcelo comes. Hopefully he does. It feels like he has to. Uh, there's got to be something coming. So, fingers a crossed. Perfect link to Militao. Yeah, and actually that brings me on to my player pick because my player pick was someone that I think was maybe a dupe. I can't remember. Not particularly exciting. Or maybe it was Diaz. I think it might have been Diaz. But yeah, and then I got offered team of the season Militao and team of the season Ben Yedder. Mm. And I went for Militao. Smart man. I'd used his loan and he is amazing. And Japes talked about him on the pod, right? Maybe last week or the week before and was saying how good he was. I just knew he would stay on my team pretty much for the rest of the cycle. Whereas with Ben Yedder, kind of knew that I'd get sort of bored of him, like even though he's amazing. Um, and he has kind of menaced me multiple times over the course of him being out. But I just thought like, I want to change up my forwards. And then um, I opened one premium league unpack across the whole of ultimate team of season and got him that hurts me so much it's mad and i was saying last week how it seems ridiculous that grinding through the menus and completing these sbcs gets you generally much better rewards than you get through playing champs which just seems a little odd especially when you're you know pushing for the higher finishes um, and now we've seen that these rewards that we're seeing at the moment are locked in and is probably one we're going to see across the course of the summer what we had during ultimate team of the season although Richard they could throw in those weekend league plus objectives to top up the rewards I suppose and maybe theme them yeah maybe I know they're not really that keen on putting in um, just from what we've seen like other promo items into red picks yeah so I, I People who are asking for like shapeshifters as reds, I, I just don't see that happening personally. But any incentive to play champs, especially with the the time allotted being um, sort of diminished quite a lot, I, I think there's mm. the need to make it sort of more worthwhile, especially in the UK and across the rest of the world as temperatures rise. I think we saw that quite a bit mm. this week. Like obviously Thursday, Friday, it was ridiculous in the UK. People just didn't play. Yeah, I mean, you've got to compete with not only the weather, but the end of the cycle. Although I wonder if the Premier League starting a bit earlier, what is it, uh, first week of August, 
might make people a bit more inclined to get on and play. But then, I don't know, I personally think people should be taking a break generally. You know, fair enough if you've been off for a month through the cycle or longer. Um, but I think it negatively impacts the next cycle if you're kind of playing right up until uh, the new game comes out, certainly. Anyway, I uh, wanted to ask this question because we are, I would say, heading into silly season. We're, Ben, we are very much in silly season. We have a right-wing St. Juiced card right now. Yeah. And yeah, a striker, Alfonso Davies, with a five-star weak foot. We are full-on silly season. Yeah, and with the strong foot changes, I mean, I feel like we're there, aren't we, as you're saying. So I thought I'd bring up this question, which I think we may talk about again, potentially get some listener suggestions too, because that'd be quite interesting. But I was uh, maybe unsure about asking it. it. puts the guests on the back foot a little bit at short notice, but it's still a fun one. Basically, JKL says, Madden has a program each year called Golden Ticket, where they give away X amount of tickets to the community. And those who get one can turn any player in the database into an end game level player. You can change everything but height and weight. Uh, so you're thinking a team of the year level striker, Joel Matip. Um, that we all know we deserve, he says. Um, give anyone anything who is going to be your golden ticket player. So who's the player that you would like to see juiced as much as you like? Uh, who would it be? Go on, James. I can hear you chomping. Oh, I, I think it's a fun idea. I have no idea who I would think about. <laughs> would um, you go someone just who you really liked? Like, would it be like Thomas Muller, for example, but just because you like uh, Maybe. Like, I'd consider maybe like, um, I don't know, Jamal Muziala. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I let me let me think about that, Ben, because there's I'm sure there's like a card that I'm like not thinking about entirely that I would absolutely love to have properly juiced stats. Like part of me is like there's like a moment Schweinsteiger, but would I love like a fully juiced out Bastion Schweinsteiger? Like you know, like an icon, like let's get it like a ninety-nine across the board Kaka card or something like that. Like let's make an icon feel obscene i don't know i'm kind of thinking about it now and i'm like well actually should i be thinking about what chemistry i need <laughs> because that would probably be quite a big factor in who you'd pick but i guess they could just be an icon of a certain nation maybe but anyway richard let's come to you is there someone in the game you can think of is it a barnsley player uh collie woodrow barnsley striker just which don't get special items we got relegated so <laughs> give me like you... a 97 collie woodrow would you do... I mean, you could do what you like. So I'm guessing you're giving him Leonardo like five-star, five-star, finesse shot. Um, uh, I don't want him to be too OP because then oh, people okay. start asking me questions. So <laughs> we'll go like 93 rated with okay. a four-star weak foot and a four-star skill move. Okay, that's quite modest. I guess it'd, be, it'd still be a bit more kind of niche. Like not everyone would use him at that, that point. Well, well, I take that question as you get to pick one player that is yours. Oh, I see. Okay. And then you get that one improvement so that's only yours. Like, you've got the golden ticket. It's got to be released to the community. Do you think? Otherwise, yeah. people would be like, this is just a pro card. Okay, so it gets released into packs, but maybe the person who wins also gets the card. That would make sense. They probably get given it uh, as well. There's, like, the opportunity for a, a meme card as well. Like, we know Kempeme is going to be the answer here, but that's that's not <laughs> who I'm thinking about. But, like, give me, like, a 99 uh, Zardes card. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether I go for a meme one just because it feel like a little bit of a waste because I want to give them a go. But, you know, making Phil Jones into what he was always meant to be, you know, the second coming of Cannavaro would be kind of fun, although I'd be tempted to go for players who just don't have that juiced versions but have been really good for me across the cycle like Terapt and Tecatito Corona maybe what about you Jason so I mean kind of on the fence between 
picking something very meta, you know, and one of like my favorite all time players, one of like Ronaldinho, just like boost him to the top, or picking a Spurs person like a Kulusevski and making him, you know, incredible, like potentially mm. amazing for Spurs. But I'm going to be a bit left field and I'm going to give Alan Shearer the respect he deserves and I'm going to make uh, him 99-99 or whatever. Across the board, Premier League all-time got goal scoring, give him a usable card finally. It's funny, you know, the talk of Rondinho has made me think, actually what I'd do is just boost his stamina from 85 to 99 so I could press with him throughout the game instead of having him on conservative interceptions. Give him finesse shot trait and five-star weak foot and I'd be very happy indeed. Um, James, I don't know if this has inspired you at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... I'm really i suppose trending towards like an outrageous thomas muller card five star skills and a proper you know like a high medium work rate with mm. five star weak foot you know maxed out agility and balance would be like i would love to score goals on a regular basis but maybe i need to go out and try his team of the season card maybe it's better than i think it is i remember using it though and being like <sighs> yeah he's good but he's not a difference maker I think you're putting yourself at a disadvantage using him I mean I think that's yeah you're not gonna get the performance out of him that you get from other players even though he is solid enough he's very much like that in real life though isn't he just goes about does his business at like an elite level but doesn't really get the uh, you know the praise he probably deserves for his achievements James he's not good don't bother (laughs) (laughs) be brutal about it yeah it's it's a tricky question I kind of want to come back to it at some point maybe we'll ask some other guests because it's fun Um, but I think that's probably where we're ready to wrap up the podcast first of all Kim Pembroke Jason thank you very much for making your debut it's been great to have you on (laughs) my pleasure I've enjoyed it thank you where can people find you actually I know you're streaming on Twitch you've obviously got your social media as well yeah so pretty much I've somehow I'm not somehow it's not not a particularly um, ununique name I have every at is Kim Pembroke so on Twitter, you know, YouTube and all that sort of stuff and Twitch. So I've managed to screw. But I mainly I mainly kind of spend my time on Twitter. I love the um, you know, the interaction with people. So that's where I kind of enjoy mm-hmm. Twitter at Kim Pembroke. Great, thank you. And I know someone who likes to plug their Twitter, Richard Buckley. Thank you very much as well. Well, I'm glad someone likes Twitter. Um <laughs> I'm at R Buckley98 across the board, uh socials and LinkedIn, Richard Buckley. If you want to, if you want to connect, wow, why not? It's a new one. I'd expect a TikTok, something like that. But LinkedIn, actually, do you have TikTok? You never plug it. Um, I do, but I think I post about four times in three years. Yeah, probably means you have like loads of likes. I don't know. I always see people saying that they have loads of likes on TikTok, even though they don't really use it. Or something. No, I've got about sixteen. But thanks for bringing it up, Ben. Uh, hold on a sec. Seventeen now. I just liked something. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's say goodbye. Wait. Oh yeah, I haven't said goodbye to you, Japes. I thought I'd done, but thank you very much, Japes. Yeah. What the heck, Ben? Sorry about that, but yeah, great to have you on as it always is, and best of luck with the launch of Tiv. Thank you very much. Um, it's a it's an exciting time here, so you can ask me any questions you want about it, or follow me uh, at Air Japes on Twitter. Nice, and you can follow the pod at Foot Weekly Pod. That's where you can vote for Pound for Pound Powerhouse as well. You can also follow me at Foot Weekly Ben on Twitter. And of course, if you aren't already, do subscribe to the podcast so you can get those podcasts delivered into your podcast feed directly. And if you'd like an extra podcast on top of that, uh, then do support. You're keeping the pod going. It's just £3 a month and there are loads of perks in the tiers above the bonus podcast too. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to those supporters keeping the podcast going and to those icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Chris W, DJ FIFA player, Hugh J, Steve C, Matt L, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Sila P, 
Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, at Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, Springford, Patrick, Dominic G, Adam HC, Adam R, Andy H, Joe W, Dylan, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, we'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.